Good morning for Thursday, June 10th, 2010. This is the New York Times Audio Digest, presented by Audible. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. UN approves new sanctions on Iran. Oldest shoe ever found uncovered in Armenia, and California voters snubbed the state's primary system. In today's business headlines, GM wants to send Chevy to the junkyard. BP and others are blocking some media coverage, and the nation's two biggest drugstores feud over prescriptions. There will, of course, be more business stories, along with more national and world news. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, UN Approves New Sanctions on Iran, reported from the United Nations by Neil Mafarquahar. The UN Security Council leveled its fourth round of sanctions against Iran's nuclear program on Wednesday, but the measures did little to overcome widespread doubts that they, or even the additional steps pledged by American and European officials, would accomplish the Council's long-standing goal, halting Iran's production of nuclear fuel. The new resolution, hailed by President Obama as delivering the toughest sanctions ever faced by the Iranian government, took months to negotiate and major concessions by American officials, but still failed to carry the symbolic weight of a unanimous decision. Twelve of the fifteen nations on the Council voted for the measure, while Turkey and Brazil voted against and Lebanon abstained. Both the United States and Europe acknowledged before negotiations started that they would not get the tough sanctions they were hoping for, promising to enact harsher measures on their own once they had the imprimatur of the United Nations. Congress is expected to pass a package of unilateral sanctions against Iran, and European leaders will begin discussing possible measures at a summit meeting next week. We would want to have a tough translation of the resolution, said Gerard Arraud, the French envoy to the United Nations. But Iran has defied repeated demands from the Security Council that it stop enriching nuclear fuel, and immediately vowed to disregard the new sanctions as well. Despite earlier resolutions, Iran has built new, sometimes secret centrifuge plants needed to enrich uranium, and has enriched it to higher levels of purity. Though Iran insists that its efforts are strictly for peaceful purposes, its actions have raised suspicions in the West. On Wednesday, Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton warned that Iran's leaders were actively weighing whether to develop a nuclear weapon. Whether or not there should be a move toward a breakout capacity or toward weapons, there's a lot of debate within the leadership, said Clinton. Diplomats from Brazil and Turkey, which negotiated a deal with Iran last month to send some of its low-enriched uranium abroad in exchange for access to fuel for a medical reactor, criticized the sanctions as derailing a fresh chance for diplomacy. The main thrust of the sanctions is against military purchases, trade, and financial transactions carried out by the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, which controls the nuclear program. The sanctions require countries to inspect ships or planes headed to or from Iran if they suspect banned cargo is aboard, but there's no authorization to board ships by force at sea. Another aspect of the sanctions bars all countries from allowing Iran to invest in their nuclear enrichment plants uranium mines and other nuclear-related technology and sets up a new committee to monitor enforcement.